PulpMX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Howdy, everybody. Welcome in to the one and only Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and REP Suspension. How are you guys doing out there? Sorry about the week off. We were in Texas, and this is what this podcast is all about, is about the AMA Amateur National in Freestone, which is basically in... Uh, Wortham. Wortham. Wortham, Texas. All right, thank you. Welcome. I have Aiden Kiefer and Heather Kiefer in studio with me. We're going to talk. This will be a little bit of a mix about the Amateur National, who we thought was uh, riding well, what we thought about the National, the track how we all did, and just our experiences. You guys seem to really love these, so uh, we're going to download you all the information that want, went on within our family, and plus, there's plenty of that, trust me. Oh, boy. There's a lot of that. It was two weeks gone. We're going to talk about how you people out there can take two weeks off and not work. I still don't understand it, and that's just the tip of the iceberg, what we're going to talk about here on this show. But first thing first... RockyMountainATVMC.com is the one and only, that's right, one and only place you guys should be going shopping. Before you guys do the shopping, go to KieferIncTesting.com. Click on the RMATVMC banner. That leads you back to their site, and you continue to live your life and buy stuff, and that gives us a snippet of what you're purchasing and allows us to uh, get reimbursed for all the shit that we spent on Aiden on this trip. So it uh, really does help us out a lot, (laughs) trust me. And uh, I see what you guys are purchasing. So thank you for your support, and thank you for uh, supporting Rocky Mountain because they are a great company. And if you guys want to look good like Aiden and I did at Freestone, Aiden actually looked really good. Carson over there at FXR did his gear up really nice. Uh, FXRRacing.com. Go browse around and see what you guys like. I love the Helium and Revo line gear. There's some new stuff out, LE Edition. And... uh there's a high-vis blue that looks really good on a Yamaha or a Honda. So if you guys are a Yamaha or Honda lovers, go check out that gear. And you can use the code KKMX35. That'll save you 35% off. And I ran into a couple ladies racing over the weekend in Texas with some FXR gear, and they used the code, so that was very cool. So if you guys are a lady, guys are a lady. That doesn't sound right. If you are a lady <laughs> and you want to go race and ride and just look better than your significant other or your friends, I have a special code for you, Chris at KieferIncTesting.com, and I will get that to you. Just can't simply give it out because you animals out there that are males hog it all, and then it's just not fair to the ladies. So we're trying to get the ladies a special code to keep them uh, looking fresh when they ride. And Mark and the gang over at REP was at Freestone all weekend, busting their butt on a lot of suspension sets. Holy crap, I went by there a few times, and Mark and a couple guys were inside the van, busting ass, revalving, respringing, changing oil, uh, bushing, seals. They were doing it all there. They have on-track service, so they do a lot of great work, not only in their shop in Marietta, California, but also at the track there everywhere. And if you want to get your stuff done, I have a special code KKREP that'll knock off some dough on your revalve, 
and they do great work. I just got a set of Yamaha YZ450F stuff that I'm going to test next week. I've uh, tested the Honda stuff that Mark has done. If you guys are looking for a better linkage system for your Honda, REP has one, and that write-up will be up on keyforinktesting.com. You can read all about it and what it does. And, of course, you guys know WP, they do all of that stuff. They have many, many riders running their spec on Austrian brand bikes. So if you guys are looking for a great set of suspension, look up REP Suspension, and Mark and the guys over there do a great job. And if you have any questions, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. And all of our 2023 sponsors, Power Motorsports, Works Connection, Lit Pro, Blood Lubricants, 6D Helmets, International Vet Motocross Association. They are having a race over at Fernley, Nevada. That is Tyler Intiknap's place, April 15th and 16th. They have a dinner Saturday night. You guys can hang out, bench race, bull crap with your, your buddies over there. And it's a two-day event over there in Fernley, Nevada. Go check them out. It's a fun race, a fun event. There's another one coming to Hangtown the 29th and 30th. So go check out, you know, you can go to oldtimersmx.com. And the new updated name is International Vet Motocross Association, which I think is better because it doesn't make you sound all crusty and old. <laughs> I'm a vet, but you don't want to say I'm an old-timer. Like, I don't know. Old-timer sounds... I'm a vet. Like, that sounds better. Old-timer sounds like retirement home. Right. Dunlop, like real old. they hooked us up with the MX-14, which we took off immediately in Freestone. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, Rob and the guys. Uh, Pro Taper, Handlebars, ScreenPrintingDone.com. Neil and the gang will hook you up with some shirts, hats, whatever you need, your business, just some fun script. Maybe you and the girls are going out for a girls' weekend. You want some shirts made up that says booze cruise, whatever the hell you guys are doing out there, what you women do. <laughs> uh, Neil over there can do all of that, screenprintingdone.com. Booze cruise. Decal Works, official graphics of keyforinktesting.com. And the one and only, that's right, pre-cut, die-cut numbers that I love and Aiden hates, but I love them because it's easy. It still looks sick. It's like half background, half die-cut. It's awesome. I got them on my new KTM as well as the FC450. I think it looks great, <laughs> and it's just easy. Half-ass. No, it's not. You Aiden. know, you call what you want. It looks great. So It's questionable it. at times. Alpine Stars, <laughs> Tech 10, Tech 7, favorite boots over here, and Oakley Airbrake, the best goggle out there. Suck it, Aiden. And uh, Oakley Airbrakes, you will not even think about wearing another goggle once you wear an Airbrake. That's just facts. So, yes, they are a little bit expensive, but... It'll change your life over there at Oakley. Tomato, tomato. And you know what? They don't even pay me, but I love the goggles so much. You know me. I've I been know. paying for Oakleys for how long? Too long. Too long. <laughs> too, too long. Way too long. All right, welcome in, Heather and Aiden. Hi. What's up, guy? What's up, guy? What's up, guy? My guy. Oh, my God. Are you going to be a complete doucher on no, this No, I did catch me this up the other day. You did catch me? What? Catch me outside? <laughs> how about that? No, the hey, other day catch me I, was walking, I was walking and Shorty was walking towards me. And I don't know. I was in a daze. Did or you something. did you bro him down with a handshake, or did you no, actually no, shake no, his no, hand? No, 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 Oh God! Oh. Uh, it was when we were coming. I don't know. We're coming. I, I was walking with mom or something. Oh, it was. Uh, we we're going to. Ah, uh, crap! What was it? Um, sign know. up. We we're going to sign up. And I was in like a daze because it's too early in the morning, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he walks by me. He's like, "Hey, what's up, guys?" I'm like, "I said, what's up, boy." <laughs> Did he look at you weird? <laughs> no, I I kept walking. We just we kept walking. He's like, oh, hey, what's up, guys? I'm like, what's up, boy? And I'm like, why did you say what's up, boy? I don't know. And then like five, like I'm you like, you didn't cuss in front of him or anything, did you? No, 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 no. You better watch your mouth. Probably. And then and 
I'm walking around I'm like, why did I say that? Because you got nervous? Do you no. get nervous around guys like that? No. Do you I, even understand what he has accomplished in his career? Yeah. You do know. He's a normal human being. Yes, he's a normal human being, but I'm trying to think of someone that I used to be like that with. Um, I used to be like that with Doug before I really got to know Doug. Yeah. I was intimidated by Doug because he he <laughs> he's done a lot in his career. He's a great test rider, and he's taught me a lot. And I just thinking, oh, my God, this guy's teaching me things. Like, it's amazing. So I would say dumb shit like what you just said. What's up, guy? Like, I'm like what the hell just happened? Hey, Jobin. Just something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And here we are going to dinner with Doug. And we're yeah, we're going to dinner And here with we are Doug. many days later talking about his underwear. <laughs> what? He wears he used to wear bikini briefs back in the oh, day. Yeah. So his fortieth birthday party. Um We got him. Yeah, we got him some bikini briefs. And we put the Yamaha fork logo on the front of it. <laughs> we so, did? Yeah, we put the sticker on it. <laughs> Gina was Gina was actually pregnant with Carter at the time. Well, he was. We were getting dressed one day in the back of the van and for testing, and I'm like, uh, "What's up with the underwear?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "He's like, oh, that's what I ride in." I'm like, "Full Euro, this like Euro spec. Like I'm going on the beach, and this is what I'm speedo type." Speedo. Yes. So we got him some of that back in the day. Which is funny because him and I are sitting talking during writers <clears throat> meeting. And I was like, I said something to him about, oh, your bikini briefs. He goes, oh, I can't, I can't wear those anymore. Ever since your husband gave me shit about wearing them, he's like, I got to wear long ones now. I've evolved. I'm like, well, look at you, Doug, evolving. Yeah. Can you believe Doug's 60 years old? I love uh, Doug. Crazy. Every time we see Doug, he's got a boot on his foot or something. He's got the fatch. He's got the fatch, He's got dude. the fatch for the foot. Doug, how's the foot? Uh, how, about, how about chest protector checking? <laughs> oh, yeah, new, yeah. New, new AMA rule. You have to wear a chest protector now, and he uh, chest protected my mom. Yeah, he smacked. Did you grab your ass or something? Yeah, so that I checked his, I smacked his ass. Daddy Doug. <laughs> oh, boy. This is what we do over the Kiefer's. Just go ahead and grab my wife's ass. It's all good <laughs> over here. Doug's like family, though. He is the dog. I don't grab Gina's ass. Gina's never around, yeah, though. Never I know, but I'm not going to grab her ass. I guess, Jeez Louise. I, I guess okay. I, <laughs> can, we talk about, can we talk about the racing portion? This is, the, most, this is the fun stuff. We don't care about the racing, mostly. I just want to hear uh, the so, all right, so we went to Texas. And if you guys know our family, or you just know me in general, I really don't like to leave that much. Uh, one, because I'm super busy here um, creating content, testing stuff, uh, typing, talking, whatever it is. I just got a lot of stuff going on. And in order to do well in this business, in this world, you have to bust your ass. So I have several irons in the fire, so it's really hard for me to leave for two weeks out of a time just to go race these amateur nationals. And I think... Aiden would have raced these races a long time ago if I had maybe an, a semi-normal job. But I think since I have several jobs, not just one, um, it's tough for me to leave. And obviously, we're not rich. So it's hard for me to leave at big chunks of time and not be able to test. Because sure, I can take stuff with me to test, which I did. But there's only so much I can do without coming back and grabbing more stuff to try. Um, I can grab three to four things, try it, and if I don't need to change it out, I can talk about it, type about it, whatever, and let you guys know about it. But it is hard for me just to leave that long and try to leave my website alone for you know, two weeks at a time. In this business, if you're stagnant, you, you're dead. So for me, I really try to give you guys as much content as I can, whether it's on Racer X, whether it's on Pulp. In my site, it's all my content going to different uh, outlets. But there's always at least something out there every day that I do. That was my goal when I started this thing in 2017 was get one piece form of information out there 
Monday through Friday. That's five different things to be out there for you guys to look at and check out and to learn from. And then also open up my home, open up my mind, and open up my email to all of you guys out there that uh, that want to know some information. Because let's face it, you ain't getting this shit any other any other media company. They're not going to answer emails about what you need unless you personally know the guy. So, uh, yes, I get a lot of questions like, Kiefer, are you the one that actually answers the emails? Yes, I'm the one. Whether it be in my bedroom, laying in bed with you, mm-hmm. or whether it be driving from Texas in the passenger seat, answering emails, whether it be at a restaurant when we're eating, like I'm always checking, doing something. Yep. So it's very difficult for me to break away, so to unplug. So Aiden and I, and now that Aiden has a little bit more of a some help from Kawasaki, there's some requirements for us to go to these races, and I want Aiden to go experience these things and see how he stacks up. So we decided to go to Texas for Freestone. We originally were going to do Freestone and Spring Ding, which is two races back-to-back. I'm sure if you guys are listening to this, you know all about it, so I don't need to explain it to you. Uh, but just to be transparent, my dad has been sick. My dad has had cancer for a few years, and he's had some complications, some problems. So right before we left to Texas, there was some problems there, and I felt bad for even leaving in case something happened. I was freaking out. Like, that's all I need is for have my dad to have my dad you know, pass away when I was gone. I didn't want that. My mom was sick all of my life and my mom passed away on me when I was sleeping and I woke up and found her. So all these things go through my mind when I leave. And this is just, this is just facts of life, right? So, um, we got, my dad kind of figured out we left, but as we were there for, you know, a few days, my dad went back in the hospital. So we decided just to do Freestone and head on home. So we grabbed our buddy, Greg. If you guys know Greg, you guys Listen to the show last week or the week before. Greg was on here talking about the 450 non-shootout. I had Greg. He was um, a San Bernardino County Sheriff for 33 years in the department. And now he is bored as shit. And he goes with me places. (laughs) Uh, So we have Greg come along. He's a great guy. And then Aiden and I packed up the van and the trailer with, uh, yeah, five bikes. Six. Six bikes. Six bikes. Loaded it up. Yep. And uh, headed to Texas. So uh, I met a guy. And again, I'm just going to tell you every little nook and cranny about this whole trip. So if you guys don't want to hear that, you might want to turn it off right now. But if you guys do, um, this is what it's all about. So I met a guy named Ken at the Vet National last November at Glen Helen. At the, I didn't know who he was at the time. He just came up to me on the start line. Hey, I'm Ken. I like the show. I listen to the poll, blah, blah, blah. I have a track in Texas. If you and Aiden come out for the spring nationals, I'd love to have you. So for me, when I hear this, I hear this a lot from people. Yeah. So I take it with a grain of salt. I'm just like, whatever, dude. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. say it, but I'm thinking it, right? Like, okay, great. Did bullshit me. Well, not maybe yeah. not bullshit me. Maybe it's just like a backyard podunk track. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, some small. Um, but as the Freestone got closer, Ken hit me up on a DM on my Instagram, which I don't normally check, but I checked it for whatever reason. And um, the track looked legit. He sent me videos of the track, what he did, the sprinkler system. And I was like, holy shit, the dirt looked amazing. It looked similar to Freestone. So Ken was nice enough to say, hey, I'll prep it for you guys. Just come ride. Let me help you. And it's called FU Facility. If you guys don't know what FU is, it's it's exactly what you think it is. (laughs) Yeah. So immediately I was in on that name. I'm like, hell yeah, I like that name. So, um we decided, yep, we're going to go to Midland, Texas. That's where it is, West Texas in Midland, Texas, FU facility, um, just like you said, FU. Yep. FU. Um, and we, uh, we 
we packed it up, drove out there 20 or 16 hours, 17 hours, made it. And Ken was nice enough to show us around, and he prepped the track for us, and it was awesome. Not only did he prep the track, but when we rode it, and like, hey, you know, like this this section here doesn't do good. He got back on the skid steer and went back out and yeah, he he it. actually asked us like, hey, do you like any sections or should I change anything? And we gave him some opinions, and he's like, oh, I'll change this. And he built in braking bumps, which was cool. It wasn't just smooth. Yeah. So the dirt was very loamy and deep and ruddy. It was so good. And it was jumpy and it was tight, so it got technical. It was fun. It was just different than what we ride here at home, which is wide open, square edge, just the same shit. So I like slower-paced tracks with ruts. It's just it takes more technique. It slows you down. You have to think more. So if you guys are looking for somewhere to ride and train, FU facility in West Texas, Ken's a great dude. He's very black and white. He's like me. Is it open to the public? Yes. It's not like a public thing where you're like, hey, I'm coming in. You'd have to get a hold of the facility, say, hey. There's a charge, obviously. It's right. a private facility, and I, I want to train and ride there for X amount of days, and then you can work it out. So it's just starting up. It's not like something crazy. And and it's not a huge facility. He's building a barn dominium from himself there. Um, it's just a track. So there's no, like, it's not like going to, a, like, a club or anything where you have all of these, you know, things that you can do or, you know, showers and rooms. It's just a track, right? Yeah. So I'm fine with that. I just want to ride. I don't give a shit about the other stuff. I just want good dirt. What tracks have showers? Oh, dude. A lot of them. All, all we the went tracks. to Tapped. Tapped Tap. House has that. Tapped has a full on, like, they have Club, showers. SOB, they all have. They have, like, living facilities. Look, I'm used to Glen Helen. Glen Helen. Yeah, Tapped House. They got, they got porta potties. They have prison potties. Prison and they potty. have. What's that? That's what they, the ones look like. They remind me of, like, a prison potty. Oh, okay. Like, watching Orange is the New Black because they've got the polished steel. It has. It's a mirror and they had a top house that had, had oh they had a weight room they had uh, a full on like RV park they had laundry stuff. so he doesn't have all that right okay um but if you want to ride you want a good training facility you want to get shit done that's where you go in West Texas you know I don't know how much there is to choose from there but that's where we went we rode two days Aiden had some testing to do so we tested some suspension I tested some things and uh, it was a great time. And uh, for me to get there and get my feet wet and get loosened up, especially as an old dude, that was nice. Mm-hmm. And then we drove four and a half hours to the Dallas area and stayed, um, what was Cedar Creek? Yep. Cedar Creek Lake? Yep. Cedar Reservoir. Well, it's Lake Reservoir, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's all the same thing. Gun Barrel. Uh, very, very p- beautiful area. I don't know if you guys are listening, if you guys live near there. I'm jealous. It's I, mean, I don't live in the summer. They're in the summer, but... But from what we've from what we've read on the on the Airbnb book, it's uh it gets pretty hot. It's like 113. Yeah, with right so and, and humidity and bugs. <laughs> yes, right up my Snapping alley. Snapping turtles. So we were on the water. We stayed there. Went to Tapped. Um, tapped House was fun. Great, great facility as well. Nice guys there. Super nice guys. Um, huge facility, over 400 acres. Um, horses everywhere. The track is either we rode the main public track, like when they have days that are open, which is big booters, fun, faster. Um, it, it was a good time. It was a lot different than the well, FU facility. Yeah. But it was just fun to ride something different. different. Yep. Was the dirt the same? No. So, no, it was actually clay, more clay based. It was a little more hard packed bottom but to it. Ruts. Yeah. Good ruts. And the, at the base of it was pretty hard. Mm hmm. So off cambers were pretty tough to get into because they were hard packed. So, but the jumps are really fun and big. Mm-hmm. But they said they have like six other tracks, and then they're building an, a Loretta's track 
in these trees. For yeah. So this kind of opened our eyes that we got to go back east for Loretta's. Like, I need to go train and ride back there with Aiden just because it's a lot better as far as ground. We can try to mimic what we do here, but it's just not the same. Humidity. Right. Like, mesquite is the closest we get to good dirt, and it's great. But, but it's still it. not quite the same as right. what we can ride. I feel like it gets, like, the ruts. I feel like the ruts get the same, but the roughness is different. As far as what? Just the bumps. Free like stone, how, you're talking about? Yeah, how the bumps build up. Like, I, I felt like the ruts were the same to me. It's weird because I feel like Mesquite, so Mesquite MX, and then you have Freestone. You know, you have those holes leading into ruts. Mesquite has those. Yeah, and so did Freestone. Freestone had them in a couple corners. Correct. Like, yeah. you come into a rut, a long rut, and then you have, a like, a hole that goes down in, and then it comes back up. You almost can just, yeah. Jump over that's, it. That's what I was doing. Yeah, that's you, what you I was doing. But jump. I end up, I'd mess it up sometimes because mm-hmm. I'd grab too much front brake and then my ass would be up high, or you would kind of high side a little bit because you come in too fast. Yeah. So, uh, that's the closest we have here. So what's nice to know is Texas. We don't have to go all the way back east for the good dirt. We can just go to Texas, and it's similar to Oklahoma and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg um, Albertson. Albertson almost said Albertine. <laughs> Greg Albertson, he has a facility. So there's some facilities that are within 22 hours, 24 hours of us that we can go ride and, and have some fun. So I think that's what we'll do this year instead of going to Colorado. I'll just kind of open my eyes up a little bit to what you guys get to ride over in Texas. And some of these guys are saying, oh, West Texas is no good. Your West Texas dirt is still better than what we have here. It's way better. <laughs> so way better. They're like, oh, it's a little hard packed. I'm like, no, dude, this isn't hard packed. You can ride Glen Helen. <laughs> That's hard pack. Right. So um, I, it, it was a great time. So for me, you know me, Heather, I have more fun before racing than, than actual race day. Like riding new tracks for me is fun. Yep. I like doing that. Um, I think I should just quit this whole thing and just do a podcast for every track in America and just r- drive around. Just trip. And ride every track and do a review on every track about the amenities, about the dirt, about the people, and just do a review on every track and just get advertisers to do that show only. And that's what I that's what I want to do. And then he'd wrap the van in all the sponsors and everything, so no, that way he's supporting no him. I don't want anybody to know what's inside the van, so <laughs> we will not be doing that. But that'd be fun. If any tracks out there want to sponsor this, I'm happy to. Leave my testing duties here and just ride tracks and review them for everybody out there and start a website called trackreview.com. Well, Kenny's, Kenny sponsored, sponsored me for the, the week. Yeah, that's another thing I was going to say too. So Ken over there, unique individual. Which, like, <laughs> I'm bummed I didn't get to meet him. He, uh, he was bummed he didn't meet you either. But fan of the show, um, he is very black and white. He's like me. He's just straight up. He's just straight up, yeah. Yeah, there's no bullshit. So if you got something going on, he's going to say something. I mean, nice. Greg was telling him something. He's like, you already told me that. What, what do you, what oh, you tell me? Yeah, I was like, oh, like, boy. Hey boy. Hey boy. Hey boy. Um, some lady at the, the some restaurant didn't write her stuff down. Oh, yeah, she wasn't. Like, you know how the waiters write their, what everyone wants? Yeah. She was. He's like, hey, you going to write that down? He's yeah. like, you going to write that down? You don't remember it? I'm like, and then oh, she boy. came back. She came back out. She didn't remember. He's like, hey, you going to write that down? Oh, boy. Like, you think you should have a pen and a paper? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, but then- when you, you know, he he's very helpful. He'll do anything for you. So great guy. He gave us some money to, uh, you know, travel with and uh, which I, you know me, I don't take money. Mm-hmm. But he's very adamant to help. He likes Aiden. So he, he wanted to help Aiden. 
And um, his wife's super cool. Aiden had a contingency program, so if he podiumed at Freestone, we got a pair of shoes. What shoes? Uh, Nike Dunks. Oh my God. Jesus. I get a pair of shoes. So he liked shoes, and Aiden, Aiden and him were talking about, you like these? And I'm like, oh. We're having a bromance. Oh. We're having a bromance. So anyway, okay. fun well. guy, good facility. Go check him out. Um, so yes. anyway, we did that little trip. You didn't fly out till Tuesday. Yep. You flew out Tuesday. We get to Freestone um, Wednesday. Correct. Yep. Wednesday was practice. Obviously, it's expensive as shit to get in. So just to knock this out of the way. It was about $4,000 for us to do this trip from fuel, um, Airbnbs. Airbnbs, to travel costs, to entry fees, mm-hmm. to gate fees, just everything in there. It's about a little over $4,000. I feel like the grocery aspect is kind of like a gray area because regardless of where you're at, you're going to need food. Like if we were home, we'd be buying the same stuff, you know? But that's still a cost. Even if I was home when we were doing the cost, I would add the cost. Okay, well. So I feel like that's a cost, right? Yeah. yeah. Regardless if saying. we go to the grocery store or we don't, it's still a cost. Yeah. Uh, and sure, we can probably do it cheaper, honestly. People are like, well, you can do this. Um, yes, you're right. People. I feel you like, You can oh. do it cheaper. But this is the first time we did this Airbnb thing. And, and I get Airbnb is a lot, but usually we'll do hotels. But I'm like, I'm over it. I want to stay somewhere nice. So I do spend a little bit more to get a nice place to stay in. Make you feel like home. Like, we didn't have to stay on the lake. Like, I understand that. But right. it's nice. I don't ever do it. I don't right. have vacations. We don't go on vacations. Like, that was my vacation. That Monday or that Tuesday or Monday evening that I didn't have to fucking go do anything, <laughs> that was my vacation. Yeah. You know, I have chunks of time that but I appreciate. Honestly, though, I feel like... When looking at hotel and Airbnbs, they're about the same. And at least with the Airbnb, you can cook your own food. I'm in a house, right? right. I have my own bed. Right. And I'm not listening to Greg snoring. Right. I'm not listening to Aiden Scratch's nuts or whatever, right. you know? So it's like <laughs> one I bathroom. have my own area. Yeah. Everyone kind of, because you get kind of, I don't want to say you get on each other's nerves, but you need that little space. Yeah, just if you want to escape. Right. Yeah. You can go to your bedroom and work on some emails you know i can do that mm-hmm. or go and then it has the more lake. of a home feel like i don't feel like i'm away from home when i'm yeah. in someone else's home you know yeah right. like it, it felt nice so like the it, places that we stayed in were really nice really nice so yes we could have done it for cheaper probably by a thousand dollars so maybe about three grand if we were just doing it maybe maybe that's a stretch maybe five hundred dollars less yeah because hotels are still expensive yeah fuel is a lot cheaper after we crossed arizona border that drive sucks, by the way. Props to all these old school dudes that used to go race every weekend and drive these box fans. F that. Like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. Um, so the Freestone facility, obviously you guys are listening. You guys have been there. To me, I like the track. I think track was fun, yeah. People were complaining about the track. Us using on a good track. Maybe we hit it at the right time. It rained a little bit, but, man, it's soft. It's ruddy. They dumped a lot of sand in it. Uh, the layout is pretty safe. There's not any big jumps. Um, the ruts go everywhere, so it's similar to a national style. Like, you go and run rut, one rut, and it goes somewhere else. Having issues? Yeah. Like one I was. One rut, run rut, run rut. Like I did yesterday. <laughs> and so for me, that is that is pretty cool. Yeah. I like that aspect. to get to ride different tracks. Um, the, the shitty part of it was I didn't get to race until Saturday. Aiden's race started on Thursday, so I had two days of... Of not doing much, which is, I'm okay with helping Aiden, but I get bored. I'm not Nick Way. I'm not Shorty. Like, I need something to do. Or Joe. I still like to race and ride. 
Like I, I still work hard to keep what I've got. So I like to race. Right. Sitting around, <clears throat> watching Aiden is great. After watching Aiden and sitting for six hours, not so great. <laughs> so I wrote a top five things I like, top five things I don't like over on pulpmx.com. You can go check that out. But some of the things I don't like, I will say this. The, yeah. Getting up at four thirty in the morning every morning sucks. Well, it also right. it also didn't help either that the Airbnb that we got was an hour. It's an hour away. away, but still, you're getting up early because first motos you got to be there ready at six forty five. Right? Yeah, yeah. Pre time change. That sucks, but I understand that they got to start moving. They got to get the things going. They got to run through motos. I got it, but how they run it is 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 weird, like. Okay, you got everybody entered. You got the classes down. You're telling me you can't tell me which moto you're going to today? Like, you got to wait till 4 o'clock to tell me, hey, we're only going to moto 23, and I'm race 24. I could have left at fucking noon. Yeah. Um, They got to do a better job at something with that. Yes, sure, someone gets hurt. The, the, it goes longer. But so what? Say you get to race 23, right, and you've planned it out. Say you got 37 motos. Times two, and you got pro motos. No problem. Pros at 10, pros at one. Understand. But, hey, we're going to go to race 23 today. And stop. No matter if it's 3.30 or if we're here till 6. We got to get it done. Well, what I don't understand is they had, obviously, they know this is a big race. You don't have to qualify like Loretta's. You can just show up and race. So they already anticipate having a big turnout. Almost every class, I, I think it may be, under 10, did not have divisions. Well, they mixed the divisions in with the classes that didn't have divisions on the first day. Why don't you just do all the divisions on one day and do the LCQs and or, just be done with it and then start regular racing on Thursday? Let's say we have practice on Wednesday, right? And we get done at 3. Let's start racing. Do a little track work. <laughs> Boom. Start racing at 3.45. Okay. Get knockout. Let's say we knock out eight motos. We knocked out eight motos. Right? Yeah. And maybe that's the only day we don't tell you how far we're going. We're going to go until 6 o'clock or whatever. Okay? That's it. That's no problem. So we can kind of clean that up and make it more efficient for people that are there hanging out. Right? You know, you you race two to three classes so you're not bored. But if those classes are spread apart, hanging out, doing nothing, if you don't have a motorhome there, sucks. If you want to leave. That was the other thing I was going to say is I think we are – the minority because we don't have a motorhome. So yes, we travel back and forth to the track. Majority of the people have rigs and they just go in their motorhome. How? I don't know. It's so expensive. How the fudge are these people spending that much money? Like we try to get a motorhome. I ain't paying that much money for a motorhome and that much APR on a motorhome right now. It's insane. But I think I mean look at the Townsends. Their motorhome's super old. They've had and it, it f- and it took a trash. It it took a crap. Yeah, and then but, they got to fix it. And then they're stranded there for another week to get the... I'm like, I'm out. I got to go home. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on? Like, how do these people do it? I don't understand it. Unless you have your own business, even that's stressful. I have my own business. I still got to come home. And there's... I don't have any employees. I still got to come home. Yeah. Uh, Or you took off vacation. You took vacation, right? Or you have your husband and wife, right? And one is there, one is working, and then you swap one week, right? 
I know some people do that. Like the dad's there for four days, five days. Mom comes in. Dad goes to work. I get that. Yeah. But a lot of rigs, I feel like a Sprinter van and a trailer isn't uh, welfare. No. But I feel like we look like welfare when we pull in. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's so many rigs there. And like we're over here in the corner going, hey, everybody, I'm going to Sprinter in a white trailer. Look at the clamp. It's loading a bunch of shit out of the fucking trailer. <laughs> you got Greg walking the Stacked floor. over hell. I come back. My plastic looks like it's been 40 hours old, and it was new when I put the fucking thing in the trailer. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> I, I don't know. So anyway, let's clean that up a little bit. Also, these parade laps that you give us, okay? These parade laps that you give us at certain times of day so Moto 15 can learn the track before they go out, you know? Yeah. It's like a secret society. Okay, here's my question. I don't know when the prey lap happens unless I hear from, from Joey walking down the pit going, hey, man, did you hear the prey laps after race 12? Nope. Didn't hear it, Joey. Want to know why? Because it's not fucking anywhere. You can't see it. Okay, here, here's my question. I don't ride, so I don't know. Would you prefer to have your parade lap like it was at Freestown every, I think it was every seven Just do race? a lap before every moto. So you'd rather have that? Yes. That's it. Just do it. Do it. They gave it for Aiden's premier classes. No problem. It took literally four minutes to rack them, gate drop. Like, yeah. Like, especially us old assholes. I have no idea where I'm going, and you want me to go pin it at Moto, whatever we were the last day. I don't know where I'm going, dude. Right. Like, well, that was like that at um, AZ Open, wasn't it? You had a parade lap before your moto? Or no, they didn't. No, they did the same thing. They did certain times you parade lap. That's the thing. I feel like that's almost like more dangerous. Which is fine. Look, it, I don't know no problem with that. But tell us when it is. If you have a PA, make sure the PA travels in the back. We're in the North 40, right? I understand that. But, hey, you roped all of this area off, right, for us to, to, to pit. Why not make it so us... Poor people that are in the back <laughs> can hear the PA. Okay, we have a radio station. Thank you. It doesn't work. because We, we have, have an app. Thank you. It doesn't work. Well, it didn't work because we didn't have... The more people that came in, the We don't have shittier. service at Freestone. Well, no shit. How am I going to get on the app? Yeah. Like, just a little more thought behind these things that they do. That's it. It's a little more thought, probably not much more money, and the experience is tenfold much better. Not yeah. only that either, but when it rained that day, uh, practice usually started, what, 7 o'clock? Or not practice, parade lap started at 7 o'clock. We mm-hmm. thought we had to be there early because I was one of the the first motos. And then we get there at like 6 o'clock, and they said, oh, yep, yeah, uh, we're, not, we're, not right? we're not racing until 8 o'clock. We're not, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not, we're not lining everybody up until 8 o'clock. And I think it was after 8. They, they still, I don't know who does it good. The red is. RMX. Yes, they do. They do it good. They do it really good. Like, I trust me. Oh, you love mesquite. You suck mosquito. Yeah, because they do a good job. The track's good. The organization is good. I know what's going on. The people it's are ran good. on time. Like they're they, the people that work within the infield are avid enthusiasts. So if a rider's down, the decision making is smart. Well, they also have... Like, it's just, like, common sense. Mesquite, their flaggers all wear headsets, too, so they can all communicate with each other. Well, yeah, These tracks, we, they don't. We had to yell at a flagger to wave the flag. The dude! Oh, my gosh. And and look, it, we could have a show just about flagging, and I understand these. They're, they're hiring guys 
near the property to flag. Great. No problem. I don't mind it, right? But for me, what are you doing? But for me, I need something a little more professional because you're – I. My life is in your hands. So this guy, someone crashed on a blind downside of a jump. So the guy has a tower, and he's sitting in there, and he's just holding the flag up. The flag is not even moving, so it's just a stick. The guy's just holding the stick. Yeah. I, I'm a racer. I don't think I'm going to see it. Right. And I'm not looking over at you, dude, unless you're waving that son of a bitch like a mother right in front of my face, right? Well, and also— And the kid's going to get landed on, so we're all yelling at the dude, wave it. Wave it. Nothing. So, okay, no problem. You made a mistake. Promoter, can you go address your flagger? Hey, man, no problem, no problem. But when something happens like that, can we wave it? Or, hey, maybe, I don't know, maybe they did have a meeting before the flaggers went to their spots. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. But homeboy didn't do it. So, that's all I'm saying. Just well, clean it up. And, two, I know in... Two separate motos, the guy that was doing the flags at the finish line did not wave. He waved the white flag twice. Look it. And then there was another time where he waved the checkered flag a lap early, so, like, the top three kids pulled in. Because Shorty was telling us this. No, Nick told us this. I thought it was Shorty. Waited. Anyways, the kids, they pulled in and then realized that it was only white flag, not checkered flag, and then are scrambling to get back on the track. Because the guy made a mistake. Like, I don't understand how you make a mistake when you have communication with the tower. And look. I mean, I don't, I don't do it, so maybe it happens. Look, it's I don't human know. error. I understand. Yeah, yeah. We're all going to make mistakes. And I'm sitting here bitching about all this stuff, right? And and trust me, this is minimal. They did a great job. Oh, yeah. I, but I'm just saying, if you're that parent and your kid pulled off, it is in first, and pulled off because they got the yeah, checkered flag, up. and then realized, oh, oops, that wasn't, yeah. like... You paid a lot of money to come there for your kid to get effed over because the guy waved the wrong flag. Correct. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped up. Right. So just clean it up a little bit with some things, and I think it'll be a lot better. I had a great experience. I think it was fun. But these things I noticed, one, because I'm grouchy because I'm there. <laughs> so grouchy. Right? So don't – everyone, if you are listening to this and you're part of Freestone, I'm not mad, and you did a great job. I'm just saying these constructive criticisms – can help and make things feel a little you know, easier. Steve barked at Glen Helen. They cleaned some of that up for Vet Nationals, right. and that's because of Steve. So I'm sitting here. I don't have a organization. I'm not running races, so I don't know exactly how hard it is. I'm sure it's way harder than I think it is. I'm sure it is. And you got to deal with all these people, and you got to make everything. And you can't make everyone happy. No. I get it. I understand it. But I think these things that we're mentioning are just a little things that. We call tightening it up. Just tighten it up a little bit. You don't have to change much. Just tighten it up. Yeah. Let us know when the parade lap is. Make sure there's a PA out in North 40 for us old folk over there by the mosquitoes and by the lake. Like, it's fine. It's yeah. it's it's going to be okay. You're, I think you're making money. I feel like you are. As many people that you have in there and how much money we spent to get in the sun, bitch. Right. So, that's it. So, anyway. Did you, uh... Those are my... Those are my I, I start out bitching, and then we're going to end it nice. I wish that I would have walked down further, not having only one bicycle and not having a golf cart. I did a lot of walking. I walked about eight miles every day. Which is good for you. Yeah, I'm not complaining. I mean, I'd like to walk, but I wish I would have walked down to the other side because apparently the family members are all buried on the property. They have, like, a little cemetery. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that at all when you were riding? I did not. No. I don't think we Was that about the, the tower? It was no. in the backside. It was, like, called Cemetery Hill. Where's that? After the sweeper, you come up 
right, and then you come right back down again. Uh-huh. It's before that, before you go up, that right there? Yeah, before you go up, it's literally just straight. I never saw it. No. No. It's it's a wave. It's a little back. You have to. Uh, the staff, very nice. I will say this. Like, you're not supposed to go in the tower, and I wasn't supposed to. It specifically says do not go in the tower, and I did. You went in the tower? Yeah. I went inside. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? I'm trying to find out what's going on. <laughs> I'm trying to find some shit out. Like, so I walk in really nice, and they didn't yell. They're like, hey, can I help you? And then they told me, and I went on my way. Like, very nice people. Starter, yeah. Start guys were cool. Like, everyone's cool. Yeah. So I had a great time. All right. Right, let's talk about our experience at the race. Aiden, your goals were what? Uh, my goals were top five. Uh, top five. Be consistent. Uh, not blow up. Win a moto, uh, have good starts, and that that was it. Those are my those are my goals. Wasn't a podium on there too? Well, a win. Oh, all right. Okay. Before we talk about what you did, we're gonna take a break right here, right now. Listen to these commercials; they help you. There's a discount code, and uh, it's only about seven minutes of your life. So, so just listen to these things. We'll be right back. ScreenPrintingDone.com. My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like, let's go, buddy, or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. ScreenPrintingDone.com T-shirt printing business Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free t-shirts That's what I'm talking about! ScreenPrintingDone.com I know it's tough sometimes, guys. What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough. But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about two and a half years now. I've had great results. You guys are looking for some great oil. The Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, it's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on Earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your uh, owner's manual says run 530 or 1050. To me, 1040 is a great weight. Check it out. Barracuda Blood Series. Um, it's been through Baja 1000, the 500, Mint 400, Vegas, Torino, all of our test bikes here. 100% synthetic oil. It's great stuff. Uh, you put it in, and I run about two and a half engine hours. I take it out, and man, it still comes out pretty damn clean. So, you can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. 
So go check them out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo Bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar, but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, protaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend, and that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So protaper.com, they have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. You guys want to go check out the new 2023 Yamaha YZs? Thinking about buying one? Or maybe a two-stroke? The new YZ 450F is narrower, more compact, and lighter. It's built to do one thing, go faster. Don't worry, the old tried-and-true 2023 YZ250F, no changes for 2023, but still the great same shootout-winning 250F. And it's all over at Power Motorsports. Go check them out. Get your new Yamaha from the number one Yamaha dealership in the USA. The pros at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it here. That's right. The one and only Kiefer Tested Podcast. Call or text 503-769-8888 and ask for the power price. I don't even care where you're at in the USA. Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Just go visit them, powermotorsports.com, or hit me up, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over there at Power and let you go rip around on your new scooter. So fun. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and stupid. Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times, you can reach your full potential, and of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris at kieferinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text, who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate. And uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. Go to LitProLive, 
you guys want to see anything related to how to keep time, how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. You like to go ride? Are you over the age of 30 like myself? Well, guess what? There's an association where you can go racing and you have a great time. Five motos over the complete weekend. You can go to oldtimersmx.com, but they're going to change their name to International Vet Motocross Series. You can check them out here very soon. But several races over several months all over the western United States. It's going to be a fun time. And let me tell you guys, I just went racing last week, and it is a great time. If you haven't been out racing in quite some time and you're an older gentleman or a lady, they have plenty of classes for you. There's people out there that enjoy riding and racing dirt bikes just like yourself, but hey, you got to go do it. You got to go check them out right now. Go to oldtimersmx.com, but again, we're going to change our name up to IVMX, International Vet Motocross Association, so go look for them, and if you have any questions about the series, hit me up, chris, at keyforinktesting.com, and we'll get you out there and having some fun, get some gate drops. Okay, we're back. Thanks for hanging tight. Thanks for listening to those commercials, and now, Aiden, okay, so... We got your goals down. Yep. How was it? Uh, like, if I had fun or... Compare? Well, no. Give me the whole perspective. Like, So, what I want from you, these people listening to these podcasts, what your experience like, where I want them to get to know you, but also what they could expect if they were racing or bringing their child in. Okay. Well, my experience was, honestly, I, I had a lot of fun. I feel like this was one of the, uh, the most fun races I've ever been to. Okay. Did he say that in the last race? What was the last race that we did? He said the same thing. What was the last race that we did? That we I didn't say that. I said the uh, combine was one of right. the most fun. Right. Okay. So yeah, the combine was one of the most fun ones. But anyways, uh, so yeah, those are my goals, and I wasn't really nervous or anything. Uh, the one thing though, I I think the most nervous I got throughout the week was when it rained on. I believe, I believe it was on Friday. Thursday night, and it rained Friday, too. Uh, Saturday. Wasn't it Saturday? It doesn't matter. Whatever. It was whatever. It was a day. <laughs> um, I've never rode in mud before because we don't, we don't really get that out here. And if it does rain, cl- tracks are usually closed down, right. and we usually just ride in the desert. So I think that was the most nervous because, one— You didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what to expect. Two, I, uh, I didn't want to uh, trash my bike— but I also I also wanted to do good because it was a heat race, and that counted. Your heat race is counted for your. Uh, Which is weird too. I can go on that about that, but that's a little weird to me. Yeah, your your heat race counted counts as, as a moto. Yeah, counted your moto score. So they had two heat races, so it was weird. Um, track I think track kind of reminded me of a California track, just the way it uh, like the bumps were and everything. I feel mm, like I just explained it to you like when I went out and practice. It's like California straightaways because it's square edgy. Yeah. It's hard underneath, right? And it has that feel to it. But then East Coast corners. Yeah, East Coast. Yeah. So it had it had a mixture of it, which I uh, I, I liked honestly. And then, um, it kind of it was kind of the same thing. It was kind of like mesquite at the end of the day. It uh, the ruts didn't really move. Like they kind of got to a hard base. Yeah. And then it, it never moved. Like the line stayed the same probably after two one o'clock. Um, yeah, so it's weird. So if you guys are out, and, sp- and Glenn Helen's a little bit like this too, guys. So the track will start evolving and getting rough, and you'll be going back to your buddies be like, dude, the track is so gnarly. It's getting so rough. 
and then it just stops. Yeah, it's, it it's, only gets to a certain point, and then it's that rough throughout the day. It might get drier, but the the bump itself is not going to grow. No. So you get to a certain point, which is probably around one o'clock, two o'clock, and then that roughness stays within the rest of the of yeah. the week. So it just gets drier. Yeah. So the downside of the dryness that I've noticed and I've experienced myself is you know how when it's soft and you got ruts everywhere and you go to get in a rut and sometimes your front end quite doesn't make it and you can kind of pop over and plow through the rut? Yeah, the rut moves. And the rut kind of flexes a little bit and yeah. gives. Well, when it dries out uh-uh. and you do that, you are fucked. Because <laughs> there's no flex. That doesn't flex. It doesn't move. Yeah. And it's hawk hard, rock hard. And then you just endo. Kick. So. Yeah. So you got third 450B. Third, tenth, and two. Schoolboy. Schoolboy two. No, school. No, sorry, two fifty B. Two fifty B, and then sixth, sixth, and schoolboy two. Yeah, we had some bad luck. You went two four for third and four fifty B. I went six eleven for ten. (laughs) For ten, and then I went three six for six or something like that. Three six for six or something. So Aiden grew up. For those of you that are new to this show, Aiden grew up on a trials bike, electric trials bike, offset in the backyard. We, we'd go out and mess around each other. I had one. He had one. And so his technique is really good. His speed kind of had to catch up to some technique. And we're starting to see that some of that inter, intersect a little bit where your speed's starting to come up a little bit and your technique is good. So you ran good lap times early. Yeah. But you eat like shit and you train decent. I'm not going to say you don't train. I've been better. I've been you're better. You're training, training. I've been you're not saying you're a massive amount hard worker because you're not. Yeah. You well train. I feel like the quality of training is not the greatest, but you do ride a lot. This is what saves you. You ride a lot with me. Yeah. So you're a little bit like me in the fact like I'm not a, a maniac trainer, mm-hmm. but I ride a lot. So that gets me in riding fitness but for you kids where you guys are going ape shit the first three laps good god yeah so i feel like you pump up really quick and that's where fitness is going to come into play and this is where you suffer i think you're almost as good as cochran which we'll talk about here in a minute and janik and adams and these top three guys that i feel like are separated from the others in the class Mm mm-hmm I feel like you're you're near that, but you don't – two things. You don't have the confidence to know that I need to be here. And number two, you don't have the fitness these kids have. These kids have, like, club fitness. And club fitness is – that's all they do. They eat, sleep, shit, dirt bikes. They train. They wake up. They have someone watching over them. They're running. They're bicycling. They're on the bike. They're ice bath. They're doing all this. And we don't do that here. We – I work. I test. We ride a lot. We moto, we train, we bicycle, we have a gym at the house, we do some strength work, but then we have a, a free-range system here in Kiefer Inc. <laughs> where he's sucking down a bag of Doritos, he's sucking down some cro- cookie crumble, uh, I'm going to have a cheeseburger, Mom. Like, there's no really, like, hardcore diet. And I think what we're seeing now with Aiden, and for those of you who had kids that maybe want to do this, right now is the time you need to buckle down. Yeah. You need to start thinking about, I need to change some ways because you saw a glimpse of something that you were running with the top guys for a little bit and then you throw an anchor out, right, arm pump or not, it's still part of it. So that's where Aiden was, and this is what I saw. I was really proud of how you raced because your racecraft usually sucks ass. Yeah. 
Like you mess up, you push, you you throw you throw the front tire, you wash out, and it's just dumb things. I'm like, well, that's it. That's yeah. game. Well, you didn't do that. No. You you held it together. You got tired. Yeah. And we're gonna call you out on being tired, but yet yeah. you didn't throw it away while you were tired. And as a racer, you guys listening to this, that's key. We're all gonna be tired. I don't know how many kids were looking around. Especially you, Aiden. With <laughs> if you see a, your child looking over at the flagger, shaking his head, wondering where the hell the white flag is, you smack your kid and the child in the helmet when he gets back in there. It's not the flagger's fault. <laughs> it's your fault that your ass is, your tongue's dragging in your ass right now. He's, Aiden goes over the finish line, looks over at the flagger two laps in a row and shakes his head. I'm like, you're an asshole. Like, it's not the flagger. It's you. So, one, you can't do that. Number two, your competition sees that. They're going to know, hey, don't worry about Aiden. He's going to get tired in about four laps anyway, so I'm going to just chill behind him and let him pop. It's a mental game. You got to play it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's how it's going to be. So, um, it was fun watching you ride. I think it was really cool. It's really nice. So, a couple kids that stand out i'll let you guys talk about too you too heather is cochran i told his dad i met his dad cochran's dad super nice guy mom is unbelievable like she is all in dude they're fire pilots she is what they both they both served in the army and they both flew fighter pilots i thought her mom the mom was like a mechanic oh um anyway the mom's pacing up and down she's stressed out like she's in it like i think it's cool you don't see many moms just like getting in it right there so the kid, you can tell the kid has grown up really good. Nice kid, but he's a small package, but he rides very strong. When I was watching him ride, he rides very, very, he's just stout on the bike. Like, he slams into things. Like, you can tell he's strong. So, that's what I noticed about him. He didn't panic when he wasn't leading, and he was leading. He would sprint away, and then he maintained it, um, and he... The way he just rides on the bike is very neutral. Like, he has a good style. Like, I never really saw him ride until that, that week, and I was really impressed. Where does he train at? I was more impressed. Um, he, I trains with, he trains with Brownie and Eldon. Oh. He trains with all the guys. Oh, that's that's probably one of the reasons. Like, he's in mm. there grinding with everybody, right? Yep. Um, and if you're training with Brownie, he ain't putting up no bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. that's great for him. Um, but, yeah, very nice family. And you guys know that I'm all about nice kids, and we talked a little bit about this um, with Cochran's father, and I forgot his name. Excuse me. I'm really bad with that. I should be better with that. <laughs> um, but we talked about how that's our his, his objective is to raise a good kid. My objective is the same thing. I could give two shits of what he does. Sure, I want him to do good, but I want him to be a good kid. Um, and he does. He's a really nice kid. And he impressed me more on the bike than Janik or Drew. I thought Drew Adams would be better. Because I feel like there's some hype with Drew. And he was good. Don't get me wrong. Like, I felt like he was, he was good. Yeah. He's young. He's 15. Yeah. He's going to be really good. But I thought he'd be a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but he was in the mix. Top three all time. Janik was a little bit better than him, I feel like, most of the time. Yeah. He had a little bit more sprint speed. How uh, old is Cochran? He's my age. 16, I think. What about Janik? Or like, are you I think guys they're all within the same air range. Age, age range. Yeah. So I don't know because some of them are in 415, 215. I think not all of them are in Schoolboy, right? Or do they all race Schoolboy? No, they all race Schoolboy. Anyway, there's a deep B class field. There's really good dudes. Like, I feel like you're part of that. You just got to be stronger. Yeah. You, I don't want you to be some bleached haired California ass wipe. 
Yeah. <laughs> it just comes in and does three laps and fades away, you know? Yeah. Like you got to be strong. Mm-hmm. Um, so overall, what do you feel like? Um, I felt like I was, I feel like one thing that I was really stoked on, on myself was uh, how I didn't, I didn't lose my mind at all. Yeah. I usually, that's, like you said, my racecraft isn't good. And I feel like that was, uh, that was one of my goals was to not lose my mind. And I feel like I did really good with that. I ma- I managed really well. Uh, I was really happy with my speed early on, especially the one moto where I, where I podiumed. Um, and I feel like your speed was good, even though you didn't get good starts. Like you caught up quick. Yeah, I caught up quick, but it's it's hard to catch up quick when the three guys are going. Well, two I didn't seconds. expect you to catch those guys. I'm just talking about getting through the pack into fifth, sixth area. Well, and know? I think in your last schoolboy moto, you would have been a lot better off. You got a super bad start, and, you, and then you went through all your tear offs, and then you had you to like abort your bottles. Talks about racing. I like my mom I'm, talks about racing with you. I've come to the point now where I just drown it out. It's fine. Wow. I don't really care. Why don't anymore. you like that your mom's into it? I don't know. It's weird. Why? I don't know. What do you think uh, Cochran's mom, like she's way it's more the into way, It's the way she describes things. It's like just, how? Explain it to us. I don't know. It's just what I something, say? something she just, even even you, even you, like give me the look when she's trying to explain something to you. But like, I, I didn't way, hear it in that time. That was fine. Yeah, that was fine. But like on the way home or something, she'll be like, she'll be like, oh, yeah, you got to calm down with yeah. that. Yeah, like she's like, like oh. when we're leaving the track, we're on our way home. I, I'm done. We're done with. She's it. like telling me who won. I'm like, I don't care. Like you got to stop. You're already trying to sign us up for the next thing. You're looking at that. <laughs> like relax. Let's can you can we like Aiden and I want to talk about nails with you, and you won't do it. I want to talk about nails. Like this is what you do. Let's talk about your business. I don't want to talk about our business. Yeah. Like yeah. we we have a family meeting on the way out. <laughs> this is what we do. We'll talk about the race for an hour on the drive home, and then after that, we should be okay. Yeah, we we we'll talk about music. We'll talk about Greg and his antics. <laughs> Antic, antics, antics, antics. <laughs> and then let's talk about nails. How's that yep. sound? Score. Can't wait. It could be up. Catch the fever. Anyways, um, I felt like speed was good. Like I uh. Like you said, like I'm not really that confident in myself because I've never, I've never ran up front. Yeah. And this year, I feel like I have the chance to run up front, and that's where I caught my, uh, caught myself a couple times, especially the one moto where, I, uh, I think I, I started like fifth, and I, I passed Janik and Drew in them first lap, and then I sprinted away from them, and I was behind Casey for three, f- three laps, on. Uh, running the exact same time and everything. You had some help, though, too. There was a guy in between them, and they were held up by them a little bit. Uh, still, though, I mean... I know, I'm just telling you. Uh, I felt like, honestly, I felt like if I didn't get tired, I, I don't think they'd catch... I don't think they would have caught me, but... Well, yeah, that's... A, I got arm pump like a mother. Well, I can always say that, too. If yeah. If I was a little faster, I'd be brownie. Yeah. We can always spin it. So yeah. it's a matter of getting it done. Yeah. Right? But, yeah, no, uh, I was really, I was really happy with that, how... I ran same pace for a solid three to four laps, and like he didn't break away from me either. I was right on his tail. Like even his mechanic could have to you and told and told you that uh, that I had good sprint speed. Yeah, I think you did good. I think you need to get a little stronger, and then um, you know, it's nice to be in the mix, but then you gotta you gotta actually do it, right? Yeah. So there's a, it's a still a big jump to do. Yeah, but I feel like this weekend should I feel definitely like this should have shown you that you have the ability. To be up there, yeah, in the mix, and I told you that. Like, after there's a difference. It's it's tough too when you have your kids that race these races of being confident and then being cocky. Like, I want Aiden to be confident, 
but not like, oh, dude, I should be doing this or I'm that. Like, there's a, it's a slippery slope. Like, I want you to be confident, and then once you're off the bike, just be humble and chill. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was good. Um, I'm trying to think who else impressed me in B class. There's not really. There's only us four. Jace did good. Like I thought. Jace, Enzo, Jace. I thought. I thought Enzo. Yeah, Jace. Right. Yeah, he was. Really, he's strong, dude. He's off strong. Road. Like he comes back from way back and, and off road. Oh, and I feel like well, too. There's didn't more he? to life than off road. The kid's strong. Like he's yeah. doing some work, right? So yeah. like. Well, didn't didn't he break his femur last year at Freestone? Didn't someone like T bone him right off the start? I don't, I don't yeah, he broke his tip fib. Yeah. He did. Yeah. So I feel like for him. By the way, that starts dangerous. That starts really oh. dangerous. All of it, a right hander, one eighty with with you know you have no rear brake. You know, from the first turn to the first jump, it's all scary. It's all. It's, I'm fine with everything after that. It's just that first. I'm right, not right. I'm not. I was not offended. I was so scared all weekend. The roost hurts. Hmm. Roost hurts. Um, I thought Enzo would be a little bit better. Honestly, he was he was in there in the knot. Um. I see he he actually I like the way he rides he rides he's a blend of like a European like and then like new style kid it's weird there's a little bit of Marvin in him and then some new style to him I can see that but you and him had the best looking gear he had good looking gear yeah it was nice yeah I told him that when he was in line I said man your gear looks really good I don't know about the untucked jerseys but that's only that's a summertime thing when it's winter time we don't we don't we don't we don't uh we don't leave it untucked. Oh, he did. We, t- we tuck it in. NTG for him, dude. <laughs> no, dude, it's too cold for that. Uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, 73 was good. He was good. Who's 73? Jace. Jace. Oh. I just call him by the numbers. Oh, okay. I'm like. That's what I see when I'm out there, you know. And I think that's really all. It's only, it's only, us, it's only us five. Yeah, that's pretty much pretty much it. Um, A-class. McNabb. So A class for me, um, uh, there's a, there's some storylines here. There's some couple things for me. One, yeah, McNabb is is never seen the kid ride. Really good. He's really good. Yeah. Um, strong as well on the bike. Yep. And his bike, props to his guys who's doing suspension because his bike looked really good. Like that's the best KTM I've seen work in the rough. I think he was running Air Fork too. I don't know, but if it's Joe Skid from Canada, I don't know. Maybe you Canadians can tell me what what he's on. But the bike looked really good and balanced, and that track was rough. The track, especially was rough. on what was it Friday after it rained, <sighs> dude. It was rough. It was rough. I mean, there was ruts everywhere. Oh yeah, and bumps in ruts like it was tough. Yeah. So oh Saturday. It was Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. That's because I rode and I was like, holy shit! Didn't know where I was going. <laughs> Hey man, sit around all week and go pin it on Saturday. That's that's shit. I'm never doing that again. I'm gonna race some race during the week just to get me going. Um, so McNabb rode really well. Jet Reynolds, I you know everyone's like, oh, what's up with Jet? Look at you. Everyone's gonna have to calm down. The kid has to stay on the bike, stay healthy, get some races under him. Mitch sent him back down to some amateurs. He's supposed to race outdoors. I feel like he'll be okay. We got to give him some time. Racing and riding and getting in shape is very hard. He hasn't raced since Loretta's in twenty one. He got hurt. Yeah, and he crashed big time in the whoops there. Remember, in twenty one. Wait, he in twenty. That was twenty. Oh, okay, dude, he cartwheeled he bad there. Wanted. So this was his first race since twenty one. Loretta's. Yep. I mean, he was he was getting ready to race. But he then was crashed. racing. He went to Supercross and crashed Supercross. in twenty one and crashed on press day. 
Ugh, yeah. poor guy. Yeah, I was there. I was in Minneapolis that day. I went to Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. He was there, crashed, and then got sent home, and then that was it. And he and then and then he started. He rode again, <laughs> and then he, got hurt again. Yeah, and got well. D- didn't get hurt, but I think got like infection or something. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to take a little while the jet to get involved. I mean, I feel like he'll be okay. He is. Good talent. He has a good team around him. If he does go to the outdoor nationals, I feel like he'll be top twenty, and then he'll work himself into it. You just got to get through the year. You got to have a base, kid. So, like, if you're racing these races, the goal is not to wad yourself up. I know you guys out there, you young kids. Oh, I'm just gonna send it, bro. MX <laughs> fails, bro. Like, f that. Stay on the bike. Get a fifth. Build a base. Like, work your way into it. Um, Phineas shocked the hell out of me, dude. Yeah, he was good. Like, really good. Like, strong on the bike, rode good. I don't, you know, watching him ride doesn't really, I'm not attracted to his riding style. I don't think it looks great. It's it's, it's just okay. Like, it's it's okay. Like, it doesn't, it's but not really. He's, five. He's, he's, it's effective. He has good corner speed. Like, he did good. He got, put himself in good positions most of the week, and he won both classes. Yep. Uh, so, Benick. that surprised me. Benick, I thought, would be better. He was good. He won races, and he was good. But I thought he would dominate more. Mm-hmm. Um, his pants came down, <laughs> baby cheeks, Dax. So you can tell in some of these pro riders. If you look at Thor Racing's gear, I'm going to give you some inside tips right now, people. If you look at Plessinger's gear, or I'm trying to think, or Coop's gear, you will see a panel on the back of their ass. It's like a black panel, and that is an anti-stretch panel. So what I think is happening with these Thor Prime Fit gear is. That yoke of the pant is moving too much and it's pulling their ass, like pulling it down. Mm. So Thor is adding another panel to help it not stretch as much. So when you go to seat bounce and it's, you're pulling against the seat, you're not ripping it off of your butt, especially with these kids that have no ass. Most dirt bike people don't have asses. All right. Um, so his, his pants were coming down one moto, and that I think that screwed him up a little bit. That's a little funny. Um, bike sounds amazing. Bike sounds sick. Uh, who else was good in A? So Phineas surprised me. We talked about Daxton. McNab. Uh, McNab. Preston, he rode pretty decent, didn't he? Preston. Base fluke. He did. Actually, you know, he did. He was always top five. Yep. He was in the mix. Podiumed. And he podiumed. Yeah, he did good. And, I, and I've been hard on him because, man, that kid is, f- unlike Phineas, I love watching him ride. Do you think it's just taking him a little bit more... Time Isn't, to get used to the I'm KTM fine with it. Like, versus I don't know, the Cali. Maybe, maybe that, but I'm fine with him just getting these solid rides in and then building. Like he did good at you know Futures Supercross. Mm-hmm. He's riding good there, and his the way his technique is, he's kind of like Aiden, but to me a little bit more fluid. More move, he moves around more on the bike, mm-hmm. and he rides with his legs a lot. So, yeah, it's it look he looks really good on the motorcycle. Um, I'm not a I'm a straight man. I'm a heterosexual man, but I feel like his mechanic is one of the best looking mechanics. That's there is, what I, I said. Ty's a good looking mechanic. He's a good looking dude. I feel like <laughs> I, I hope he's over eighteen because this is gonna sound really bad. But like he's good teeth. He's tan. He has like the perfect five o'clock George Michael scrub thing going on. Like he's a good looking dude. I haven't even told him that, but I was gonna tell him like, dude, you're a good looking dude. <laughs> Does he have a chick? I think so. I don't know. He's good looking. Um. <laughs> No, him and Preston Bright. Our buddy played. Jackson Pascal had some rough rough go. Yeah, he got a new team. He's on a new team, SLR Honda. Um, Parker had good Parker, races as well. Parker was winning a moto, but then his bike took a shiz, and Jackson took it too. Yeah, it's clutch. Yep. Um, so both of those guys are at Spring Ding this weekend. I know Parker podiumed one moto so far at Spring Ding. He did. So that's good. 
So we'll hope Jax can turn it around a little bit, riding a new bike and being on a team sometimes is tough on a kid to try to wrap your mind around it. So I'm especially, sure especially not even um not even really getting any help from really any manufacturer in general too. And then all of a sudden doing this. And mean, all of a sudden being under a rig, I think it's probably a little yeah, heavy on him. Yeah. And then he'll figure it out. Oh, and, and then Lee's. Lee's decided to wad it in the rollers. Lee's water's burning. Liam Aloff wadded pretty hard, so he took the week off because he hit his head. So that was smart. Good job, Joe and Kristen, for pulling him out. And Liam has a broken any... finger. He was riding with a broken finger. Look it. You're never going to tell me that that little fucker's not tough. I, I, you can't. He is a little <laughs> tough son of a bitch. His dad was like that when he raced. Joe was that. Well, he was a bulldog. It pisses me off sometimes. Look it. Here's it the pisses deal. me off. Here's the, here's the thing. You can talk about talent and work ethic, right? I feel like your talent is a little bit more than Lee's talent. Lee's is just but freaking dude, he will go, and he will work. He doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't <So>. care. <laughs> like, dude, like practice days will be around. Like, dude, you'll be I don't dad. even know if he has more talent. Like, dude, he, he's, I don't know. He's got a shit ton of talent, but, like, he's fast. He just holds it pinned. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about his life, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you him. almost just died right there. Like, you literally saw Jesus Christ right there. Nah, man. Nah, it's fine. It's fine, dude. I had it under control. It's fine. He, 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 Joe was telling me when he got loaded up in the mule because, you know, he crashed. And Joe was asking me, are you okay? And he wasn't answering. He's like, are you okay? And then he, he, Lee said he kind of came to and he said, yeah. And then he, he, called, he got up out of the mule and started going to his bike. Yeah, and Joe's see. like, whoa, 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 dude. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I was holding race. his bike and he started running towards me. I'm like, uh-oh. He's yeah. going. Um, that's pretty much A class. That's what's kind of – that's really it, yeah. Number th- the, who's number thirty four guy? Shelly? Bryce Shelley. Thought he was good. He was on an older Yamaha. He rode good. Yeah, he was good. I thought he was he was pretty good. And then um you know, Jet and Ryder both got a crappy start one time and they worked their way through the pack. I think they crashed first lap. Um so yeah, overall entertaining A class pretty much. And B class was obviously entertaining as well. And uh yeah, the track was good and rough and for me I had a great time. Um but I just don't understand how you people there for two weeks. It's tough. And maybe even longer than two weeks. I mean, look at the Townsends. They left before. Let's well, see here. I know Cole because Cole has his own business, right? Right. Well, he has people to run his business. So I understand that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's still stressful and he's got to do shit. But, like, I understand that. So is everyone that way? Is everyone work in the industry that's there or have their own business? No. I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, the Townsends was- left before the Mesquite area. Like, they. Who was telling us, like, some, like. We were talking, oh, it was Doug. We were talking to Doug, and Doug was saying something like, you know, some of these people probably work normal day jobs, like construction or something like that. Own construction or some, He companies. was talking about some. yeah. No, you're, not, you're not going there if you work construction, dude. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's talking you're about You're not some. taking that much time off. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way. Unless you have people to work for you. Unless you're taking your vacation time. Yeah. So what when I was at Yamaha, I think I've told the story. I'm going to tell it again. Right. It makes sense. When I worked at Yamaha, I was an employee in-house at Yamaha. I had a KTM contract to race in Canada. I took my vacation time from Yamaha to fly out on Friday, race Saturday, Sunday, fly home Monday. So I worked my series around my vacation days for Fridays and Mondays for flights. All right. And I would go home. I would go to work Tuesday, ask mom. And then I would work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They would ask me, where are you going this weekend? I'm going to go race. I would not tell them where I was going. I would just say I'm racing, and I will fly to Canada <laughs> to go ride. And they did not like that when they found out. So you're racing out of the country on a different bike? Yes. And I had a whole thing with HR. And I was like, "You, what are you going to tell me? You can't tell me shit. It's my own time. It's my vacation. 
I did take a sick day one day, and they didn't like that. But I had sick days. <laughs> they can't, you can't take sick days and go riding. Why are you trying to tell me what I can and can't do on my sick day? I'm sick. Don't check up on me. Who the hell doesn't? Yeah, yeah, come on now. <laughs> come on now. Lordy. Uh, Heather? Yes. Moments for you? Anything from the wife standpoint, point of view, woman? What do you got? I know you're a big writing down person, so I know you got a bunch of notes. So I have no notes. Shocking, right? Uh, I feel I like I this feel is like... a radio show, so when you guys say, uh, uh, people are on the other I end of like this, these... and the speaker listening to this shit. I just feel want like these podcasts don't need notes. Like you just no, it does. You, you because just spitball off of it. You need like triggers, right? Yeah, but you just spitball off of it. I mean, you can literally talk about multiple topics. Yeah, like we can literally have a whole talk show with just me, you, and Greg. Okay, so this should have been written down. We had a neighbor. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Should have wrote it down. <laughs> exactly. We had a neighbor. So when we parked right next to the entrance, if you guys were there, you guys know what I'm talking about. You go straight in. That's where the old welfare van and trailer was. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was a fence. And then the other side of the fence, we had a, a gentleman. God, again, forgot his name. his name. I'm an idiot. Dusty. Dusty. Dusty? Dusty. Are you sure? Are you sure his name's Dusty? I'm pretty sure his name was Dusty because I remember Rob Dusty saying Dinkleman? His name. <laughs> I don't know, dude, but I know. I think his name Dink- was Dusty. Dinkleman. I think his name was Dusty. Uh, anyway. The kid's name is Moose. Between Aiden and Greg, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> because what they talk about is so foul <laughs> and not not safe for this this podcast. <laughs> and you guys know me. Like, I talk about some random shit, but I'm not going to talk about what you guys talk about. And this guy... And Heather's loud, right? So Heather's loud. <laughs> Not only loud. do we talk about it, we reenact it, too. Loud. Oh, and this Lord. guy's, I know this guy's heard some of the shit that was going on <laughs> in our pit. And I apologize to him. Like, look, man, I apologize what you're about to get yourself into for these four or five days because you're <laughs> going to think less of Kiefer Inc. testing, but just letting you guys know, it's not what I would do. You know. <laughs> Mom is loud. So I go, listen, excuse me, what? sir. This, she's not yelling. This is just how she talks. Oh, yeah. Uh, between Greg and Aiden yelling at each other, talking about weird sexual things. <laughs> uh, this guy's side going, oh, my God, this kid's going to be hurt tonight somewhere. <laughs> and I just reassured him, like, hey, man, this is just how we uh, interact. Uh, it's fun. It's we, There's a lot of jokes around over here. So it is not fun. a lot of serious times. And I would love to have more serious conversations within our group, but it's impossible. It is really impossible. <laughs> well, you should help me try to have more serious conversations. <laughs> uh, we do. Look, we do try to have serious conversations with Greg. When, when did we have a serious conversation? I said we tried. Keyword there, tried. We Keyword. tried to. And then Greg goes to a whole nother level. And then I like to jump on that level. <laughs> then it gets fun. Jesus. It's a lot. You had- backing into a trailer. Like, you can't back up. Uh, what do you mean back up? I give him, back the van up, the hitch, you know, hook the, hook the trailer up. Oh. I can do it with the camera. Dude doesn't know what he's doing, man. I said, get the fudge out of the van. Let me do it. Like, it's, I'm going to, two weeks is a lot. Like, I might need a break. You might have to take him for a day or two. Heather. Yeah. Take him. Yeah, no, no, other kid. Yes, Aiden. I'll put him in daycare. He's good. Are you talking low now? No, I'm just... Wow. Oh, my gosh. You got to yeah, talk. I am talking. So what do we got, Aiden? What do we got, Heather? Um, I think we pretty much covered, like, everything. I mean, I feel like I was very chill. I didn't get crazy. Yeah, no, you were, you were relaxed. You weren't too A&H. I don't feel like A&H came out at all. 
Did she? Uh, no, not really. I think it's a different form of A and H now, where you want to talk about racing all the time, but you know better not to. So no, she still keep... does. Like we get home and she wants to look and yeah. things. Like I don't know. You guys can email me or email Aiden. Does your wives do that? Do they even care afterwards? Are they up your ass about dirt bikes? Because I like to turn it off every now and again. And it's very difficult to do that within my family because one, Aiden does it all the time. It's my job. And then now Heather's up in it. It's tough for me to get away. Uh, yeah, no, it, no, I'm not. It's not up for a debate. It is tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough for me to get away. Um, I will say I do appreciate Casey Crockin's mom, like her pacing, like her and I were like pacing back and forth. Not only so. that, but she she was the gate wrangler. She was the staging wrangler. Yeah, she worked. Yep, she worked the staging wrangling stations. The, sta- yep. the staging wrangling stations. Yeah, I talked to her for a little bit. She's super nice. Yeah, so that was cool. Anybody, um, anybody else you run into? We run some some fans, some pulp fans. That was nice to talk to them. You got to meet the Lord of the Burns. Got to meet the Lord. Saw Jackie Short. Jackie made an appearance. That was nice. My spirit animal. Yep. Andrew and Hudson were there racing. It was cool to see Shorty after his injury, and Hudson didn't get lapped, so that was good. Hudson, that's bring a ding. It's yeah. good to see Nick Way and the kid racing as always. I mean, Nick Way is a Vincent superb human being, and I feel puts, like he puts in a. He is a way better father than I ever would be. Well, I could ever be. I feel like him and Joe are like battle for supremacy. No, over Nick like, is ten times better. Than I know, Joe. but I feel like and Joe, Joe's good. Oh yeah, but I feel like Joe like aspires to be like. Nick. Yeah, maybe it doesn't make it's me a spirit animal. How do you feel about that? About do you what? want me to be more like Nick with you, kind or do you want me to be chill? No, like I am. Like, hold on. What do you mean? Stop like more like doing, what are you doing? What do you mean more like Nick? Like how? Like Nick's all in. Like. Like he's changing parts on on Vincent's bike. He's cl- it's pristine yeah. all the time. Yeah, I do kind of wish you no. were more like that. Here's how so I here's look the, at it, guys. Here, hold on, I got some. So here's the thing about you. I'll I'll say something about my bike. I'm like, dude, I don't think like I don't really know if I like this or like this doesn't feel right. And you'll do something like, nah, it's fine, it's fine. And and then it ends up not being fine. Like, give me an or example. like or like my bike. Like my bike will just like. Well, give you're a, give me an example. No, you're an asshole because that'll tell you things like he told you with your suspension. I don't think you should do that. Don't Look think it, you should do that. The, the then, problem with you is asshole. It's called asshole. You ask and then you don't do anything. You do the opposite. Right. You're an, Not asshole. an asshole. Asshole. Assholes ask you questions and then don't listen to you. Do the opposite. And then another thing was like, I think that's another reason why we need we need Eddie there too. I'm like, hey, should like should I change my oil on my bike after just racing a mud moto? You know, I haven't I rode it on. Saturday because I test suspension and then I've been riding it nonstop this past week and then I just did a mud moto on. I'm like, should I change my oil? Nah, nah, it's fine. You want to know why? Everything you think I just say no because I either a don't want to do it or b don't know. I, I say no because everything is fine. I know what oil we run. Your oil is going to be fine. We're good. Like I know a lot about dirt bikes. That's the problem. So if you come to me, right? Or if you ask me something, I'm going to tell you exactly what I know. And if I don't know, I will say I don't know. I'm not going to give you any information that I don't know. Okay. Okay? So when you say, Dad, I'm going to do this, I go, I don't think you should do that. You're like, no, no, no. I'm like, I'm going to let you do it because you're going to learn your own way. So the reasons why I don't, I'm not in your ass or I'm not shining up your bikes 24-7 is because I feel like, and this is my philosophy, it's not everyone's, you have to earn those things. I'm not saying your bike's going to come to the line a piece of shit. I will make sure your t- your chain is tight, <laughs> lube. Uh, you did. It was like his last moto. I don't. I think it was the 
schoolboy moto. Maybe it was 250, whatever it was. We were standing there, and you're like, God, his bike looks like fucking welfare. It looks like a roach piece well, exactly. of shit. And he's like looking at Enzo's bike going, God, that thing well, is not, fucking clean. Not even that. I think it's just the way your plastic was, it looks beat. I'm not it's saying brand that, new. Did, it did not look that Everything way. Everything is brand new. Well, I can wash your bike and put it to the line and look at these other bikes that are there, and it doesn't look like that. I don't know. I so don't anyway, know you. I feel like, and this is my parenting theory, you have to earn some things. I don't want you to have – you have so much already, and you've done nothing. Yeah. Right? You have a great bike, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think you deserve what you got. Yeah. I feel like you should have less and then bust your ass to try to get a better bike. But you have a really good bike. You have really good suspension. I'm walking. I'm looking around the suspension these kids have. They don't got that. Yeah. I mean, uh, Drew's on KYB. Yeah, but they're on AKKYB. That's what I'm saying. So he's the only one that had some good stuff. KYB. And Janik. Janik was on Showa. No, Janik was on. They're both on KYB stuff. I don't think Jan. I looked at everyone's thing, and it's, it was Showa. No, it's all. They all had KYB. Enzo stuff. was on Showa. Nope, Enzo had just stocks, reval stuff. Do you want to bet? Do you want to bet? Oh, you know what? You're hold on. You, <laughs> do you want to bet? No, no, no. You're right. Jesus. Okay. You're, you're right because I had a, I I messed up. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Where <laughs> we're about to go? No, no, no. I got messed up because I was thinking 450 Showa. So you're right. Yes, Adams had a kit KYB, and the others had. Stock KYB valved. Janik still had a KYB stuff. I will disagree with you on that. Do you want to bet? Because I looked at the caps. Do you want to bet? Yes. Let's bet. How are you going to find out? You can literally just go to the Instagram and look at what he's running. Okay, let's bet. Let's bet. What Instagram um, am I going to We're not going to do that now, but we'll do it after the show. Let me see this. No, hey. Get it out of the show. Um, so, now that we're done arguing, <laughs> who surprised you the most? Surprised me the most? Yeah. During the week, because we always do this. We'll um, recap. A class, I'd say, I'd say McNabb. I've the same thing. I've never. You seen, can say B class too. I don't care. I've I've never seen McNabb ride, so I I really liked how McNabb rode too. Okay. I don't know. Don't I don't. Uh, I'll say Cochran for me because I knew he was good. Obviously, watching futures and doing things, but he rides really good, and he could keep that pace. I was looking at his times for the whole moto, and it was always low two o like two o three, two o four. So he kept that. That's impressive for me because I know how hard it is to keep that. You know, mm-hmm. when we go practice, we know how hard it is to keep that same second. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, especially in race mode, and it's tough to do when you have a gap to keep want, that. Gap. Because relax. sometimes this is where I always tell mom when you race, I go, "Well, here's the here's the portion that we're going to be standing by because the first three laps go by, right, and then it's this fourth, fifth lap that I worry about you." Because either A, you have a gap from the person behind you, or you get past, then you relax too much, and then that other person goes, starts catching up to you. Mm-hmm. So to have that intensity the whole time, yeah, you know, is like it's hard to do. It's also hard to do with arm pump. Yeah, absolutely. It your four fifty B moto. I was listening, and I thought I heard them say the way. The standings were you would get third overall, and Blecka was, like, coming for you. And I was screaming, like, two more, Aiden, like, two more laps, because I knew that you were like, I don't know how many more laps I got. No, and I knew. I was fine. I had arm pump. 
I'm just saying, holy crap. I was fine. Meanwhile, I'm shaking my head. At that the, was a at different. The, that was that the was, moto. That was the moto. That, that was the that next was, moto. That was 25 minutes of So here's a, here's a good analogy. So the 450B moto was a shorter of the t- other two classes. The seven laps, yeah. Correct. So that should tell you something. You did better in the race that was shorter. Yeah. Because you can hang. Yeah. So we need some fitness. That and also, too, I think I spent too much energy that moto trying to run up front for four laps. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I didn't like it. But it's it. good. I'd rather you do that in red line to know where you're at. Right. Yeah. Right? And you got to feel the pace. If you guys out there and you got a family and you got a kid that's racing, you know, let him pin it for two or three laps. And if he gets tired, don't get mad at him because that's how you get better. You have to feel the leader's pace and know what they're doing, know their breaking points, know what they shut off the throttle, know the lines. You can't get that if you're intense trying to work your way up. And then if, say, you work your way up to second and homeboy's gone, you're never going to be able to feel it. Right. Not only that, too, it builds confidence, too. Yeah. Knowing you can do it. And you kids got to stop looking at jerseys. Who gives a shit about what the name is on the jersey? Go fast. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're catching that guy and that name on the back of the jersey is something that you see on your social media, which I think is bullshit from you kids nowadays because you're on social media so much, <laughs> you build it up in your mind to someone is on a pedestal, which they're not. They're just a normal dude. Right. So you're not looking at me like you think you don't do that. You do that. I do do that. So who cares? Doesn't matter. Right. And being, being a parent... And I told you this after the 450 mode. I'm like, see, you deserve to be here. Like, you work your ass off just like these kids do. Just because your name is Kiefer and his name is Cochran doesn't mean any different, you know? Mm-hmm. And he has more support, which the kid deserves it. Yeah, right. Like, the ride. kid rides good, but... It, Hopefully you'll deserve it someday, too. You know? Mm-hmm. That'd be great. You know, it's just... If not, you're going to be a gear guy. That's what you said. Yep. It's okay. just, it's nice to see the work that you've put in kind of pay off a little bit. That's all, you know, cause you, it's we good. go to, we go to races out it's here. It's nice to travel that far and see some good shit. That's what, that's what's in the good to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we travel the ways and you did good. Yeah. You race kids that you don't ever get to race. And it was nice to ride different stuff. It was nice to meet Texas people. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Everyone was super cool. I do feel I wrote this in the Pulp MX article. I do feel like, Amateur racing has gone the other way where there was a time in the early 2000s, mid-2000s, where it was kind of like stuck up, don't talk to me. I feel like everyone's pretty friendly now. Yeah. And it's not like typical moto, amateur moto. It's more like off-road a little bit. Well, yeah. Off, you know? So I feel like, I feel like, like, rider standpoint, I feel like it's still the same thing. Like, my class, like, you really see us kids talk to each well, other. Well, it's because you guys... <sighs> it's a... It's a- Fucking dick measuring contest for you guys. Well, not even that. I think you kids are developing your hormones, right? So you don't know how to interact. You're again, social media and those kind of things. And I'm not old, right? I know I'm old. (laughs) But like I, I understand the young side of it. Like I like social media. I get it. But you're different because you I make you speak. I make you talk. Yeah. These other kids, maybe they don't know how to interact. Right? You might you come at oh the kid's a dickhead. What if he just maybe he's shy? We don't know, right? We, we established that on one. But point, that's on the yeah. one. That's one person. I'm <laughs> talking established about. That I'm talking about the other <laughs> other kids. You know, like yeah, you might make a kid laugh or something because like you want to tickle him. Like you made it. Yeah, but he's super quiet. You know. Yeah. And you guys just, I think, like Dad said, it's it's hormones, and you guys are all racing each other. And I did see a dad on the line when I was uh, getting ready for my race. 
uh, there was a, a 50 class or something. The dad, <laughs> one guy was next to the gate, and there was two gates, and then another parent, and the kids took off, and they round the first corner, and the dad's like, yeah, already gapping that dude 10 yards. What's up? And, the, like, he was saying that to the other dad, and the other dad looked at him like, what in the fuck? <laughs> and the guy's like, excuse me? He's like, yeah, he's already gapping you. And the guy's like chirping, and then they start barking at each other. And I'm looking at one of the mechanics. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, this happened in the last moto too." And I'm like, "Oh boy." <laughs> On a fifty. Fifty dads. Yeah. Fifty dads are gnarly. I, I heard some dads yelling at some kids. Oh yeah, we heard a lot hey. of dads yelling. No hate comes. I know. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. I I used to judge those dads. I was one of those dads because if the kid ain't doing something right and you spending the money, it's tough. Oh yeah, I agree. But I also feel like maybe. Have a cooling off point, you know. It's tough when you're wrapped I, up. Trust me, I know. I know. Um, oh, poor Grayson, little Grayson Townsend broke his arm, wrist. Yeah, and the the you say Dusty, the, our neighbor's kid broke his leg. Yeah, yeah, and one kid broke both his feet. He was in the hunt for a title. He was 250C, and he was like podium, so that was cool. Yeah, too bad he had an accident. Yeah, one kid broke both his femurs. What's his name? Turbo. I don't know. What's his name? I don't know. No, what was Tur- that kid's name? Was it Turbo the, Diesel? The part, the Diesel. Diesel. Diesel Thomas? His name was Diesel something. Diesel Thomas? Some it? WWF name. I don't know. Had your life light it out. What was the kid's name that I met there that I won his jersey? I was like, that's badass. And you, were, I, I and you, and you look at me like, whatever. But I don't remember that. If you have a badass name and I see it, chances are I'm going to want your jersey. <laughs> like Jackhammer. I still got Jackhammer. That's He's right, right there. Jackhammer's chilling with us still. Denver Jackhammer. Denver Hammer. Jackhammer and Chainsaw Jackhammer. You can't <laughs> fuck with those guys. I mean, fuck around and find so out. So if you, if you got a badass name, I'm going to see it. I want to be like, yeah, yeah. I want a little piece of that mm. action because yes. I don't have a cool name. I got a queefer. That's what I got. Sorry. Lame. Queefmeister, dude. Anybody call you queef? Oh, yeah. I get called queef all the time. Oh, okay. You do? Oh, yeah. I don't know time. if that was still a thing around Oh, there. yeah. It's all the time. Oh, okay. It's, honestly, at this point, it's not really even a... Uh, a jab to me at this point. Anymore, yeah, it's whatever. It's, it's like it's not even. A, it's, it's not like, an insult. Yeah, no, nah, not really. It happens at this point. Honestly, it might as well just be my last name, Aiden Queefer. Right. No, no, uh, no. Shout out to Sophie Phelps for another win yep. in the yeah, women's so class. Sophie, um, on the I'm, line. I don't know if she listens to this because it might be too uh, bad talk. We we talk pretty bad. We didn't really say anything about this one. We're good. This is we're good. But anyways, like I was saying, uh, I went to go. Um, I talked to her before her uh, championship <laughs> moto, and I'm talking to her. And, like, I'm thinking to myself, oh, she's probably so nervous right now. And then just randomly she goes, did you know you live in the Mojave Desert? And I'm like, no. And then literally, like. Why would you say that? I don't know. It was randomly. (laughs) She said, Aiden, did you know you live in the Mojave Desert? And then just starts ranting on to me about how I live in the Mojave Desert (laughs) and why it's called the Mojave Desert now. So. See, I feel like that would be a. You have your girlfriend. I understand that. And Sophie's older than you. This This is nothing like that. I'm just saying, whoever Sophie's boyfriend is. I think she has a boyfriend, right? Yeah, she does. He's going to be entertained <laughs> because she he's going to learn so much. It's because two she, different. It's she two. has random fun facts throughout the day. It's two different types of entertainment, though. You got the smart entertainment, and you got like the kind of my entertainment. Oh. Your entertainment is mouth breathing monkey. Exactly, entertainment. that is funny <laughs> entertainment, though. Like, it's, when it's, do you? You ask know what? Someone, I guess it doesn't really matter because I've seen your jack butt videos when you're little, so it makes sense now. You like jackass humor. <laughs> exactly. Like when do you when do you when you do you like, when do you when do you ever see someone laugh at someone dude, that smart joke right there? That was funny. 
Like, you never hear that. Like, you talk about, you got Kevin but, Hart talking about butter beat off. Like, that okay. shit's funny, dude. I understand that. <laughs> that is funny. But as a, parent, as a parent, you would like to see your kid talk intelligently and a little bit. I'm not saying you can't talk funny, but like, like what I said, it's nice to have a normal conversation with you. Yeah. Not just like, <laughs> all the time. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. He's, wow. And you did yell at me. You I did, did spike yeah. out. I did spike out. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't there. I spiked out. You're lucky you're on the line because I probably would have beat your ass. Well, you're asking me 20 times if I have my thing in neutral. No, I'd asked you twice. And I, I know I had it in neutral, and I'm saying yes, I do. So I spin Aiden's tire. I don't want to give all my secrets away, but that does help. Uncertain starts, it will help. You spin your kid's tire a little bit, get it in the ground. So I'm trying to see, like, hey, get off of his ass, so lift up so I can spin it, right? Because he's sitting on it, or it's in gear. And everyone's like, gang, 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 gang. And I can't hear because everything's loud. There's 40 of these things, right? Yeah. And I'm like, hey, is your bike in gear? And he's, I didn't hear what he said. And I go to spin it again, and there was, it didn't spin. <laughs> and I go back to him. I go, hey, I get close because you got it, you know what I'm saying. He's mm-hmm. in gear, and he just flips out on me. Screams and with his arms and shoulders and I'm like I was getting amped, dude. We're getting amped. <laughs> and the guy behind me is like, he looked at me like, what? I'm like, yeah, he's lucky he's going racing right now because it wouldn't have been good for him. I was getting amped. All right, it's on the line, and then you can't hear me first off because you got Joe Blow right next to me revving the crap out of his bike, and it sounds like dog trash. That bike did sound like dog trash. It sounded like dog. It sounded trash. like it was six feet underwater. <laughs> 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 I thought it was gonna blow up. I'm like, dude, this kid and did it have they, a snorkel? And the kid did good with that sounding bike. Did it have a? It had a yeah, snorkel. Yeah, kid got like eight and the back sound like felt like there was trash. like a rag halfway in the intake and then halfway out uh, yeah that's what it sounded like like cool was dripping out of it and i'm like i can barely hear i'm like yes fun Three. times though amateur nationals expensive Ooh. but fun we took walkie talkies those worked pretty well uh-huh uh, yeah we had some thank you james our neighbor james hooked us up with those yeah yep thanks james, james uh, we'll eddie Larrett. let's see if he's gonna help us oh he's prepping with us oh what time is it Time to prep. Time to prep. All right, let's go. It rained here in the dead, so we got our janky uh, ripper for the Jeep. We're going to go prep our tracks, get ready for some motos tomorrow and Friday, and prepare ourselves for the World Mini because that is our next adventure with Aiden. That's in three weeks. The World Mini is back. Verb Moto is bringing it back, so we're going to go and do that. I did that in whew, 1990 was World Mini for me. and then That the- was the only r- amateur race that I could go to and that I could afford, that my parents could afford for me because it was in Vegas. And then the week after is Cal Classic at Glen Helen, and then it's nothing for a while. So I will not be at Cal Classic. I will be in Atlanta playing Steve Mathis, and Steve Mathis will be playing Chris Kiefer at Glen Helen. So if you are going to Cal Classic, please, for the love of everything holy, <laughs> go to our pit. You'll see a KieferInkTesting.com um, easy up. Probably Steve not. Steve Mathis no. will be there. Just go sit and talk to them for 15 minutes and get about 10 people over there so it just bugs the shit out of them. How We're going to make Steve how, race. How, because bummed, how bummed are you going to be if I win my first title and you're not there? Well, I'll be really excited for you. You'll be bummed. No, it's Cal Classic. It's it's not a really a title. No, it's Cal Classic. It's yeah. a title, though. Yeah, it's not an AMA thing. Yeah, it is. Is it? Mm-hmm. But it's not deep, deep. If I feel like Freestone, there's all these good kids. Yeah. yeah those kids are not coming out here and for And Loretta Lens, all these good kids. Yeah. Uh, those kind of races. You know, like um, the Thanksgiving race. What's yeah. That's uh, that's, yeah. that's, that's a legit race. Yeah. You know? Mammoth, legit race. Uh, are we doing Mammoth? Mammoth's legit. Are we doing no, Mammoth? Not really no, we're not doing Mammoth. I'm just saying it's legit, though. Some kids don't show up to Mammoth, though. Like, a lot of East Coast kids don't come. Um, 
So yeah, if you're at the Cal Classic, go visit Steve and Heather and Greg and Hopefully, hopefully there. there's not a lot of F-bombs, and hopefully it's clean over there. And if not, hit me up. Let me know how it goes. Anyways, I feel like it was a good week. I'm going to be racing the same kids at Loretta's. So. Yeah, fun times, and thanks for the people that come by the, the rig and talk to us. And uh, thanks to Steven for taking photos of Aiden. Really yep. appreciate that. Steven's a great guy. His, his kid was out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just lots of cool people that I meet through dirt bikes, and that's why I'm really big on this sport because there's a lot of quality human beings and – you learn a lot of lessons through racing dirt bikes. So you just get to meet a lot of nice people. Yep. Like you said, like, but here's people. the thing about this. And we <laughs> talked about this before when you're 30 years old and this is all done. No one's going to remember. No. When this is 30 years old, when you're, this, when you're 30, this 30 years old and this is all done, your work ethic is going to roll over into whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. So you'll remember how this was right. And it'll help your life. Yeah. Yes. I know you just say, yep. And you yawn, whatever now, but you'll get it. When I'm dead and gone, you're going to be like, holy crap, I remember what my dad was saying. That's when I hopefully I can look down and be like, okay, I did my job. You know? Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Yes. Uh, support the advertisers that support this show. They help us keep this thing up and moving, make it fun, make it, uh, you know, make the past time for you guys while you're driving if you're listening to this or if you're in the shop or whatever. And uh, how many other shows can you grab your wife and have a good time with, and not be, you know, not get her pissed off at you because it's dirt bikes. I feel like this is a a unisex type of show. Unisex. Um, I will want to say one thing before we get off here. Thank you to my family for not saying one effing thing about my race on this show. So I- that's it, show. Thank you very much. That's the show today. <laughs> Thank you, Heather, for not mentioning anything about me. Thank you, Aiden, um, for not mentioning anything me. about my race. That's it, everybody. See you next week. We'll be back next week with another show. Bye-bye. <laughs>